0: Welcome back to another episode of Sunscrap Nation's podcast, your host as always, Daniel Jonas on this Friday edition, May 22nd, 2020, Charlotte, North Carolina as always. Um, it is sunny, beautiful, and ready for the weekend. So I hope you guys had a good week. Um, we got a lot to cover as far as MMA news. There's stuff as far as fight announcements, fight island announcements, no fights this coming weekend. But there's some next weekend that we can talk about and break down as that card builds up. And then, where was I? And then, let's see, And just other news. Like there's other, like the John Jones news, for example, we'll get into that. But before we do, make sure to go iTunes, SoundCloud, Google Play, Spotify, all your listening applications. Please write a five-star review. I hate that I have to say that, but uh, it's appreciated. We can grow the fan base if that's the case. Um, on top of that, if you guys want to follow us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, you know where to find us, Southern Scrap Nation, as well as sunscrapnation.com for everything else. And when I say everything else, I mean uh, videos, past episodes, uh, and like I think I have, yeah, I've got contact if you want to contact me. Uh, we've got everything on it. So, that being said, why don't we jump into some mma talk we also have a form so if you guys want to top on that Mm, 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 mm. let's see okay so 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 morning reports tyron woodley this is off of MMA fighting. Um, we're just going to get into some stuff, and then I'll get into the fight announcements if I can find them all as far as... I mean, we've got we've got a Bantamweight interim... I, I'm going to call it the interim title because the two people fighting, unbelievable as far as uh, how that came about, because um, I thought two other people were going to fight, Algermaine Sterling and Petrion, but turns out we got even a crazier fight and a totally different fight in Aljamain versus Corey Sandhagen. And then next weekend's fight, right? So uh, we can start off with this Tyron Woodley on Gilbert Burns' next fight weekend. I'm in a violent headspace. So Tyron Woodley's looking to get a win off of his last loss to Kamar Usman and get back into the title contention. He was supposed to fight um, Woodley was supposed to fight Colby. No, he's supposed to fight Edwards, Leon Edwards. And that to me was his more, a more, much more. I thought that was going to be a great fight for him as far as he, he had the ability to impose his wrestling if he needed to. And then Leon, it was going to be up to Leon Edwards to match him in power and maybe use the tie clinch as one of his opportunities to capitalize on Tyron and using his elbow. I mean, it was just a fantastic matchup. However, things get turned around because of all this uh, COVID stuff. And in turn, shook up the welterweight division where Woodley then was calling out Colby um, because Leon couldn't get a visa to come fight. So Colby, in turn, they were bringing up shit from the past because they were supposed to fight each other. And I was like, oh, I'm for it because it was a fight that we didn't get. Instead, we got the Kamara Usman versus Woodley fight. And now they're both coming off of a loss of the same person. Makes sense to be who gets the next rematch or whatever the case may be while Kamara fights whoever. Then things took even a crazier turn, where on short, ner- uh, sh- uh, sh- short notice, Burns is uh, was supposed to be slated to fight Woodley, and then all uh, turned around, and now Burns is going to be fighting him. And I think it's a great fight, because Gilbert Burns is like the antithesis of what uh, Woodley is. Woodley is a Muay Thai wrestler, where... Gilbert Burns is a Dutch kickboxing jiu-jitsu world champ. So that's where the difference lies. Woodley is very good on the ground. People were fearful of his wrestling um, because of his status in collegiate wrestling. However, Gilbert Burns is that next level. Gilbert Burns, I'm going to pull up the Damian Maya um, versus Gilbert Burns highlight because the fearfulness that the fearfulness that Damian Maya or that Tyron fought Damian Maya, where he just stuffed takedowns and beat him with a jab, very GSP esque. Like there was no point to get to the ground because he knew that the, the skill level of Damian Maya as far as submission and transitions when it comes to wrestling. Like last night, for example, I um I got uh I got some workout in and I was training with one of the guys because I'm doing one-on-one training with certain um, fighters to get ready for when everything reopens because things are supposed to reopen. Um, And yes, we're all safe, sanitary, that being said. Um, When we were, there was a moment where it was like, hey, let's wrestle. So you wrestle. And there's certain rules that – there's certain rule sets in, in freestyle wrestling especially, right? Once you get to the mat, you can't have your hands in, interlaced. Um, I can't like go for a choke. Uh, I can't attack a certain thing like figure fours and I forgot are illegal now. Um, they used to not be illegal, but I think through ruling – and that's what I mean. Is just like there's certain rule sets that start to happen and start making freestyle wrestling very difficult on its on its own – but when you add punching, limits you a little bit more than jiu-jitsu. Where jiu-jitsu, like those types of things, like the interlacing of hands, uh, like gable gripping once you hit the mat, like totally called for, like encouraged if that. There's a little bit more freedom, less stringency. However, the stringent behavior of wrestling allows people to excel um, at the fundamentals at a, qu- at a quicker rate. Because you're, you're focused on such minute details that with jiu-jitsu, it's like you can do whatever, and you're like, Yeah, I'm going to do whatever. And then it takes forever to get really good. Um, Whereas wrestling, it's like you have to do this if you want to get good. And then once you get that good, then you can start playing around with other things. But you need to get to this level first. And what that means is you have to know the ins and outs of the rules. You have to be able to compete at that uh, pace uh, with the highest level level people. You have to know your basics down pat. There's no room for error. And then once you have all that and you're doing that pretty easily – then there's a little bit room for creativity. Jiu-jitsu, everyone's got their own style, so you know the it's like the left and the right almost as far as uh, like, um, like ideals, right? One's like super open minded, the other one's like this is the hard hitting. This is how it works. It'll always work this way. If you try to divert from this, it's gonna kick you in the ass so hard. Um, but it's also the talent pool level, right? Let's digress. That's what we're dealing with with uh, with this fight. You're talking about two high level strikers. I mean, as much as Damien or as much as Tyron Woodley jabbed Damien Maya for five rounds. Let's not get crazy. He could have easily he could have knocked him out with a right hand if he want, if if he had the opportunity to. Well, the problem with that issue, the problem with it is Damien Maya used to be a middleweight. Um, so when Tyron Woodley fought him. He couldn't overextend and he couldn't be too heavy on the front foot. That would allow, you know, the stationary uh, that would t- that allow um, not stationary. that allow the pattern to develop for Damien to get into a takedown and then take the back. And we all know what happens when Damien on takes the back. Well, Gilbert Burns is so, and this is the benefit of having such a good um, ground game and especially submission game. Is because people get super fearful. People get super fearful of your stuff. And at one point in this Gilbert Burns versus Damian Maya matchup, where you're talking, like I said, middleweight, middleweight size person versus a guy that used to fight at used to fight at lightweight. Uh Damian Maya goes for the single, goes to the back. Gilbert goes for the leg and then in turn gets up for his own takedown. Stands back up. Now they're on the cage. Damian Maya continuously trying to go for the back, going for the back. Three minutes in, gets Gilbert Burns back. Gilbert immediately defends the right way. Damian goes to try to get full mount. Gilbert comes out the back, and now he's forced. He just got beaten jujitsu. Not necessarily beat, but Damian Maya. When he usually gets to someone's back, it's game over. Like, his, his maneuvering, his transitions, like the half guard to the back take, even be on bottom half, the deep... Like, there are just certain techniques in jiu-jitsu that he's so proficient at. And it goes back to what the wrestler is. He's so good at the fundamentals that now he... And he's competed at such a high level. Now he can play a little bit more with his creativity, and it can pay off in the ring, and he, you know, he stays steps ahead of everybody on the ground so they're not punching him because they're so worried. Gilbert wasn't that way. Gilbert's like, oh, I competed at ADCC, you know, um, this ain't shit. Like, I'm in – he's competitive at, in jiu-jitsu now. Damian Maya used to be that way. Now, I mean, then he focused on MMA, and that became his primary thing. Dame, or Gilbert is still involved in jiu-jitsu. He's still fighting the top guys in jiu-jitsu and beating some of them. So when you get a guy like Tyron Woodley – who is notoriously known for that explosive power? Tyron, Tyron, you know, is a true one seventy as well. So the power is definitely going to be on a side. However, I think the vers- I think the variety in attack that Gilbert Burns has is going to be put on display in a way where Tyron Woodley is the not not completely part of the old guard. Like he's in the the transition stage, but when I mean he's part of the old guard, he fought before the Reebok deal. Like he, there's videos of him without Reebok shorts on Gilbert Burns is not that way. Um, Gilbert Burns has been fighting, uh, in the UFC relative, like his fight career is a lot shorter and he's the newer age. So, the versatility that he shows are more like the Kamar Usman level. Now, do I think he does well against Kamara Usman? Mm-mm. I think that's a tougher fight for him. Sadly, they're both on the same team, and I don't know how that's going to work out. But um, actually, Gilbert Burns did fight without the, without the Reebok on. Never mind. I think it was just like, yeah, it was just like one fight. I just think the the ground game. I don't know, it's two fights. Oh, well. Maybe Gilbert's been fighting longer than I thought. I do think the, the ground game, the move up to Walter White has been phenomenal for him. It's kind of weird because his teammate is, you know, the champ. However, anyone else in that division, I think he does very well against. And I think he does very well against Tyron Woodley. I think it's going to be a surprise. And I think Tyron's going in here super cocky. Because the one thing that that Tyron, I don't get, like he complains that he's not getting what he deserves. But what do you deserve? Like, look at your path to the championship. You waited it out. That's why everyone loves Robbie Lawler, because Robbie, I don't, like, I get it. It's like the warrior way, right? It's not probably the greatest for your future career. But he never complained. He stepped up. He fought everybody and anyone. He lost to Johnny Hendricks, went all the way back to the bottom of the ring, fought his way back up, got the title, and then defended it a couple times. Tyron... And I know Tyron Woodley's been fighting forever since Strike Force, and he feels like he deserves his due. Um, let me get... But... As far as his championship reign wasn't who i mean it was i mean he had he had four defenses three three solid defenses, but before the champ, i mean he had a loss to Rory Mcdonald, where Roy McDonald technically outclassed him right did what you were supposed to do to him, like developed a blueprint, and then he went on a three fight no two fight win streak where he beat dong Yong Kim with an overhand um that was crazy and then he fought Kevin Gaslam to a split decision win and then he just waited that was 2015 and then he got the title shot in 2016 January 31st 2015 so the beginning of it and then the end of 2016 towards the end he was getting there it just whereas you look at and why everyone loves Robbie you look at his before he gets to he then loses to johnny hendrix fights jake ellenberger knocks him out unanimous decision over matt brown crazy fight he then beats johnny hendrix again so after the two fights you know i don't know, i guess it wasn't as crazy as i thought um i just think the constant complaining ooh, the constant complaining in it or during his title reign and then after it just it doesn't show good luck and the same thing with and then you have the the goat in the division george who never complained right he did what he did and then at a certain point after you know solidifying himself as the goat in that division and arguably the goat in like those two like like the lighter divisions before you get to like the real lightweight divisions like in between the heavies and like in between the heavyweights and the lighter guys he's considered the goat of that kind of situation so when you get a guy like that it's I guess it's trying to compare to something that is impossible to expect Tyrone to be but that's why we kind of just don't like don't don't like root for him and Gilbert's just like okay you want this fight um you want this fight let's go for it so we'll see We'll see. I think it's a great matchup. I think it's. I think Tyron's going in there way too cocky, way too cocky. You can't miss this. This is going to be a clear case for someone asking for what they didn't really know what they were asking for. I'm going to let the person talk, but when we get in the octagon, the performance I put on is going to be crazy. I'm going to talk shit to him. I'm going to be pushing him in the fence. I'm going to be punching him. I'm going to be denying every takedown, every scramble, and I'm going to leave him out there and he's gonna be like fuck why did i the ufc match me up with this dude that's a mismatch that ain't even fair people are gonna feel bad for him Mm. that's a little bit much dude that's to to deny the to deny the the level of gilbert burns and to just kind of feel you know whatever about it you're talking about a ibgf world champion um He competed at ADCC. I mean, he lost to Dan Ho... Once again, yeah, lightweight. I wonder where where his... Oh, here they are. ADCC got a bronze, and then... Uh, two time no gi uh, IBJJF champ, and then one time gi IBJJF champ. Uh, in the jiu jitsu world, those are huge. It's the equivalent of, especially the uh, ADCC, if you get bronze, that's like getting bronze at the Olympics. It's the Olympics of grappling. That's what it is. So I don't think Tyron Woodley would do that great. Um, But then again, it's MMA. So moving on from that, because that's all. That was one of the big things. Let's get into other highlights. Uh, UFC cancels its Saskatoon-Austin events. Um, Nevada Commission sets hearing on combat sports return. UFC requests several dates. I think they're a go for it, actually. Okay, so let's talk about the John Jones versus the Ngannou situation. So John Jones was supposed to fight Francis... Or was He and Francis were... Going back and forth, John was showing what was showing like he's studying him and all that. And when John studies for someone, usually that means you're going to fight. Uh, he's usually serious about fighting them. So he starts studying. He shows that he's studying. He, he and uh, Gana go back and forth, tit for tat. And coming off that perform or uh, wonderful win against Rosen uh, Rosenstrike. And Jones is like, I'm going to come in. And to be fair, that's a super fight. It could even be an interim title fight. And according to Jones, the UFC is not willing to pay. Before even discussing numbers, the UFC was unwilling to pay more for the Francis super fight slash for me to move to heavyweight. <clears throat> said, I could, said I could possibly earn more in pay-per-view buys. That's 100% true. And then Jones comes out saying, it's been fun, you guys. Maybe I'll see you all in a year or two. Maybe when they're ready to do business, I'll come back. Until then, health, fitness, and family. I should have worded that differently. I actually think these guys do great business right now. Things are aren't are just aren't where I want them to be. Um, and then he said, "Red panty night for the lightweight division." I don't know what that means. I had some time to. Okay, here we go. I had some time to think about it, and I'm. A lot less emotional. Just sad the UFC doesn't see my value against the scarest heavyweight in the world. Juan, I guess you're next in line. Bad business. Shocked. <coughs> oh, excuse me. I don't like that he's going into the Juan fight like that. I think already that's, that's uh, lackadaisical care. I think you put him against, you had him, he was getting ready to fight a gorilla. Let's see. You he's getting ready to fight a lion, and you stripped it, and now it's like a bobcat. And he's like, and but don't get me wrong, a bo- or like a mountain lion. Like it's not. It wasn't. It's not an African lion. Now it's a mountain lion. But don't get me wrong. Like a mountain lion could fuck you up if you're not paying attention. So. I don't like how he's going into it. It's almost like the Anderson Silva kind of vibe where they're like, you know, you're fighting Chris Weidman next for the belly. He's like, no, I didn't know, but that's good for him. Do you know who Chris Weidman is? No, but good for him. I don't like that because it, it it sets like a, oh, Jesus, I guess I just have to do this for the paycheck then. I don't like that in John. I think the John that tries to overcome challenges and sets bars for himself and, Uh, pushes an envelope the guy that's the guy that's doing spinning shit in the octagon and you know tossing people on their heads and you know beating olympic wrestlers at their game beating glover at his game and holding this reign for a long time i don't think that i think he went through the space of i got to set a record and in Doing So setting a record is kind of monotonous and it's boring and it's like the same thing over and over again fighting new guy new guy new guy and all of them all suck at marketing and they like and he's doing all the leg work and he's been doing it for years and years and years and years and he just wanted a new challenge go up to heavyweight do something different with his life you know fight at a catch weight Uh, obviously he's not going to do that with Nganu but it's a new challenge like He's like, there's a po- there's a there's an avenue to victory here, and I can take advantage of it because Ngannou, as much as he is a power hitter and can knock the lights out on anyone, obviously shown in the Stipe fight. There's a lot in his game he doesn't have, and if you can take advantage of it, and which John is very good at in taking advantage of people's weaknesses and their strengths, and it's a Jones at heavyweight, which is perfect for his career because you realize this guy's been fighting. For more than like, let's see, two thousand. When did he make his debut? At least ten years, professional, like at the highest of level, professionally. Mm, 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 mm. Two thousand eight. So even longer uh, was his first professional fight. So to me like just feeding him fresh people it's like dude why why are we doing this um and everyone's like oh you should fight dominic next i hope this person like even my girlfriend's like a hater and everyone's going to hate this guy and that's fine but you got to understand and people that don't train don't understand this when you when you find someone who can do what they want and make grown men who in the gym certain one like certain of them let's see some of the fighters he fought like you've seen what they've done to other people or like the performances other people have had and the way he just dismantles them and makes them almost i mean the ryan bader one for example actually no that's not the right one um sorry The Brandon Vera one, for example. Brandon Vera is a heavyweight champion in another division right now. Or was a heavyweight champion in another division. Or another organization. And like... Very successful over at one. Daniel Cormier, for example. Uh, The two times he beat him. Daniels never looked so... Out of place until that Stipe fight in the very fourth round. But all those other fights, man. Totally fine. Like... The, I mean the very beginning of those first three rounds, man. DC was just doing DC, and DC's never kind of looked out of it. I mean, but when he fights Jones, no success. Um. And so, when you see this guy, and people want to hate him for what he's done, like, and all, like in his personal life, and whatever and i don't know they don't like how he's like a he's dark jones and then he's got this good christian side of jones and they just want to see that person get knocked out you're not realizing what the greatness of him is i the fact that he went in to the alexander Gussison fight gutted it out in the fifth round to win a championship fight after not training for him and on the walk to the octagon going hmm maybe this is for me what what the mental craziness and then on top of that just the talent everyone wants to say hard work shows up when talent doesn't and it's like bro john jones is the opposite of that he's all talent no hard work and then like try to out-hard-work him. He then just picks up a little bit of hard work and then he's better than you. Um, I mean, it's going to be a while till we see someone like that. Uh, We're starting to see a little bit more of that. People that are just like, fuck it, I'm going to do MMA. Um, like people that could have been collegiate athletes in other sports and then professional athletes in other sports. And I've harped on it so many times. But that's why the Francis fight seems so... Awesome to me. And it's crazy to me that no one wants to pay them for this fight. Um, yeah, we'll be funny as hell if the UFC pinched pennies here and then JBJ gets bolted by yawn. Yeah, that could easily happen. It's probably not going to happen. And then, okay, so Al Jermaine signed up and now he's fighting... He is... I'm going to find all the fight announcements. Uh, ben Navidez versus Davidson Figueiredo. Rematch, belt in July. So they're going to do a rematch. Paige Van Zandt versus Amanda Rebus in, in a fight. Uh, that's like a awful fight to get back to as far as if you're if you're Amanda or if you're Paige Van Zant, because uh, Amanda Rebus is a motherfucker and she's only getting better and she's got the amazing American top team behind her her dad's one of the coaches there wild so if that's the fight you want Shane Burgos versus Josh, uh, Josh Emmett awesome. awesome, 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 awesome matchup in featherweight Um, awesome footwork with Shane, and then Josh I met Team Alpha Male Fighter. I think he's still Team Alpha Male Fighter, so he's just all around a... He's a guy that trained with the pros for such a long time, and they're like, you can do this. And he went in there, and he starched Ricardo Lamas. Ricardo Lamas? Yeah. Yeah. And I'm pretty sure he got a short-notice fight. That's why he got... Mm -mm, Never mind. No, he fought John Tuck. He beat Scott Holtzman. He lost to Desmond Green. Hmm. And then he beat Michael Johnson. He knocked out... Oh, yeah, he knocked out Michael Johnson and then TKO'd Mursad. Beckdick. I mean, he's a dangerous dude. Dangerous dude. Now he's fading. He's going to face... Shane Burgos. Which, let's see, Shane Burgos. Mm. Okay, so his last win was Mach 1 Americana. He got a TKO. So uh, he's on a three fight win streak. And josh emmett's on a two-fight win streak so definitely a fight to watch in the featherweight division and then Algermaine sterling versus cory Sanhagen. and i think that's a fantastic fight tim elliott versus brandon rovala um and then caitlin chukagian double dips in the shevchenko twins and takes on antoinina in the works for may 30th i think that's fucking crazy um Sure, I guess that's the way you go about it. If you want that title shot again, beat the hell out of the girl who owns the title, sister. Um, And then Roosevelt Roberts, awesome prospect, versus Brooke Weaver, awesome prospect. Uh, Let's see. Let's see the... Trying to find this dude's record. Oh, yeah, yeah. Brooke Weaver had that illegal knee. But... Trying to find this dude's record. Okay, here we go. Chad Atuska. His last... He won because he got hit with an illegal knee by... Uh, Rodrigo Vargas and then Roosevelt Roberts his last fight was a win unanimous decision against Alexander Yaklov Um. Mm-mm-mm. okay let's see what else and oh uh, Neil Magny versus Tony Rocco that's a good fight uh, Neil Magny looked fantastic in his last outing I think this this new Neil Magny can be very hard to beat Tony Rocco Martin, on the other hand, pretty good. I mean, as far as like changing everything up in his life and then going forward with it, he uh, he had an unbelievable performance in Brazil and ever like at the the lack of respect, awful. Raquel Pennington versus Marion and Ren- Renault. Oh, Roxanne Modafferi versus Lauren Murphy. Great fight. Great fight. Um. Mm, 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 mm. let's see I don't know I don't know Alistair Overeem wants Jarzinho Rosenstruck ma- matchup I fight him again I'm going to finish him maybe maybe if he takes him down and stuff Other than that, I'm trying to see if there's any other fights that got announced. I feel like I'm missing one. Uh, no, I guess not. Oh, man. Coach Din Thomas split from American team. American top team? I didn't know that. Man, that sucks. Let's see what other. See why he detailed it. I was off with Tyra when we were training for Leon Edwards, and I had been gone from the gym for like two weeks, and it just hit me, it kinda hit me. It was like, do I even want to go back? I said to myself, I don't even want to go back. I'm happy doing what I'm doing. I know I'm available enough, I'm valuable enough. I can do this on my own, and I don't need a team. I'm not saying I'm the best guy in the world or the smartest guy, but I know I'm worth and I know I know what I'm worth and I know I'm valuable alone to do it. If I do need help in certain areas, I can find it and get it. I can bring people in. I don't have to have the whole team atmosphere. Thomas said he doesn't feel he doesn't feel he left ATT on bad terms after losing his stint as a coach. He insisted the gym will remain one of his' going to set up his own little spot. He'll be fine. He's a great coach. Be okay. Perry comes unhinged and calling for Till fight. Uh, <laughs> God, these guys, these guys are fucking ridiculous. Um, they're on good terms. I want to Darren Till's mom too. Uh, fuck Darren Till. I want to fight Darren Till. I want to fight him. I want to. I want to jump out of the cage like Habib did and kick his mom in the face fuck darren till he's a piece of shit he's a fucking there he's i don't i don't know expletive there's nothing wrong with being uh expletive unless you're just like sucking expletive that's cool he likes to suck (laughs) that's why he wanted to go to the spa expletive him uh, fuck him excuse my language if that's terrible but i hate that motherfucker's guts i don't like when people say certain things um it doesn't line up with me well because i'm 185 right now if he wants to cut to 185 i'll fight his ass at 185 i'll try to put on a couple of <laughs> and then he posted something on his instagram like a like a like a thing I mean, you didn't think that you didn't think they were gonna fight, man. They've been trying to fight each other forever. They've been trying to fight on or fight fight each other forever, right? They're fighters, like they like they're not from the same team. They're from different parts of the world. As much as they sparred each other, like there was that famous like face off between the two of them. Ooh, what's the secret to Glover Teixeira's resurgence? Hmm. The pit conditioning. So I guess... Uh, I guess he's just training in the old pit, not like training like he did back in the day, and that's why he has all that conditioning. Wait, okay. Glover trains as hard as he does the old pit training, but now he's also doing some of that, I think it's called PI the UFC guys do. Oh, so he does like the yeah, he does like the conditioning there. Oh yeah, I mean, if you work with those guys, fuck man, and you're doing your MMA training, I mean, that's the point of it, right? That's the point of those things. If you don't take advantage of it, then that's why. But you gotta, oh dude, these videos are crazy. Um, these MMA fighters who just like not are these yeah knockout Tai Chi fighters. I, I don't know i I'd do it if they were trying to advertise that they're the only thing in the world and only their martial art like if they start bad talking and disrespecting mixed martial arts and like being delusional oh I'd go to I I'd, I'd pay to go to any of those te- touch of death places the fucking Mick dojos dude I would pay and I would fight them for pink slips bro I'd take their gym. And I'd franchise it out to a UFC gym and just rub it in the owner's face. You fucking go out there and you disrespect the art of martial arts to get a to to get a dime? To sit there and send people out telling them that they have this self-defense trick. And they go out there and they just are cocky and they pick the fight with the wrong person. Or the other side. They become a they are targeted as a victim and someone comes to them and starts picking on them and start and they just are ready and they've been training for this moment and then they use your dumb 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 self-defense kind of tactics and it backfires on them and they end up in the hospital because of what you taught them and the lack of knowledge and the delusion that you live in just to get an extra dime fuck you i will come to your gym i will fight your whatever sensei whatever and i'll Take that gym for pink slips and I will give it to Dana White. I don't care because I am. I it blows my mind when I see videos of these people. You have MMA. So to try to come out here and try to teach people, oh, karate's the only way I'm not saying like karate like I'm not saying I'm not trashing karate. There's definitely a purpose for karate. But then to be like UFC sucks, MMA sucks, there's no such thing, it's all about traditional martial art or it's about this martial art, you need to get your fucking head examined and um, have someone take you the fuck down because you don't know what you're talking about and if you try to teach people that and you pull them into this cult-like mentality because it's kind of also like a cult, uh, you deserve to have everything stripped from you as far as your dignity and your business because that is fucked up because you're putting other people's lives in danger i'm not saying on a everyday level but so like god forbid one of your students goes out just to get a soda at a local at a local convenience store walks outside to their car and someone tries to beat them up and they try to use your your thing unbelievable it's fucking unbelievable Uh, That being said, let's not end on that note. Let us see. Um, There's actually not really much anything else. That'll be my rant. Actually, that'll be my rant. We'll end on that. (laughs) I'll be back next week, guys. I hope you all enjoyed this episode. I'll definitely be back next week, uh, Monday, Tuesday. Either way, because I gotta start. I gotta break down the Tyron Woodley card fight. Oh, actually, let's look at let's look at what we got going on next week, and that's how we'll end. How about that? I don't want to be an ass. Um, mm, 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 mm. Never mind. Never mind. They don't have their card up. Maybe the UFC.com does. Wow. Soon, Fight Island for real. What? That's what's going to happen. Nope. They don't have it up. All right. Well, I guess I'll hopefully next week they'll have it up, and I'll break down the fights then. Until then, I hope you all enjoy your weekend. Actually, I'll be back Tuesday because Monday's Memorial Day here in the States. That's so a holiday and beach time. Um, I hope you all enjoyed the podcast. I hope you all enjoy uh, your weekend. If you are in the States, I hope you enjoy your Memorial Day. Um, until next time, be safe. Remember, go to SuddenScrapNation.com as well as you can find this on iTunes, SoundCloud, Google Play, Spotify, SuddenScrapNation.com. For everything else, um, stay safe. SuddenScrapNation.com. Thank you, guys. Peace.